All right. Well, uh, thank you, Jeff. That was a really, really generous uh, introduction. Uh, very nice. And, and again, thank you uh, for allowing me to, to speak today. And thank you guys for being here today. So whether you are here uh, in the room or online, we just want to say welcome. Thanks for being here today. And uh, man, I, I'm excited to be standing on this stage. Everything that uh, Jeff just said, it's, I, I'm kind of emotional just standing here <laughs> getting started. But I, I want to say welcome. I want to say a special welcome to our San Antonio people online. We actually have a few in the room as well. Uh, but uh, say hello to our San Antonio people online. I love you guys. Behave yourself in the chat roll. Uh, I know how you are when I'm not away, uh, when I'm not there. So, uh, welcome, uh, Chase Oak San Antonio. And, uh, you know, as, as I say the word San Antonio, I'm, um, just aware of the weekend that we're in right now. And, uh, San Antonio, one of the names of San Antonio is, uh, Military City. Uh, because the number of, uh, military personnel, uh, that go in and out of San Antonio because of, because of the four military bases that call San Antonio home. And just in an awareness of the weekend, uh, I just want to pay tribute to those uh, who have given, uh, men and women, who have given the ultimate uh, sacrifice for us. And quite honestly, I don't know what else other than to, to say thank you. Thank you to families. Thank you for your sacrifice and, um, uh, and your service. And um, uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about having a solid mission for your life. And this is probably a good place to, to talk about that, having a solid mission. We've talked about a lot of things in this uh, series. Uh, we've talked about uh, solid parenting. Uh, we talked about uh, solid thinking and solid personal growth. And, and Jeff has done a phenomenal job. Ryan did a great job uh, last week of, of talking about those things. And today we're going to talk about having a solid mission for your life. Now, uh, as I just mentioned, uh, a, a mission, uh, the first question that uh, might pop in your head, like as a Jesus follower, what is our mission like if i were just to go around the room here and and just we would just take questions or or hands you know just raise your hand and see if you have a good answer for what our mission is as followers of jesus and i would imagine maybe somebody like on the front row like right here would raise their hand and go oh man i've been waiting my whole life for this and finally sitting on the front row is going to pay off and uh and he's asking me and i'm going to have the answer it's like i'm right here right here just i I got it and and the first person's probably going to say something like this uh making disciples that's that is what our mission is as followers of Jesus. We got to make disciples. And man, they would get so excited and proud of themselves for saying it. And I'd go gold star next to your name uh, just just to get you excited and put a check next to it as well. That's absolutely right. Like making disciples is our mission. But probably I'm guessing maybe somebody on the back uh, row somewhere because, you know, sometimes people in the back like to cause trouble. I mean, you know, I'm not characterizing anybody in this room or anywhere else, but, but they'd raise their hand. They go, you know what? Like, yeah, making, making disciples, but I got, you know, just one thing I want to add to that. You know, Jesus often talked about loving one another. As a matter of fact, he said it would be a mark of someone who followed him. And he, and he said, you know, a new command I give you, uh, love as I have loved. 
And by this, they will know that you are disciples of mine. And so, yeah, making disciples, absolutely, that's, that's something that you should do. But loving one another, man, they will never become disciples if we don't love them. And let's be honest, they won't come within 10 miles of us because sometimes we say weird things, we do weird things, like, we gotta love. And I'd be like, okay, okay, that's enough. Like, gold star next to your name, check in the box as well. And then maybe somebody like in the middle of the room somewhere would kind of, okay, look, you guys aren't getting it. And they, you know, they'd raise their hand. It's like, yeah, we're, 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 we should make disciples. And yeah, we need to love one another. But we should also do good things for people. Like, because, because love, like, we, we can talk about loving God and we can talk about loving others, but how are people going to know if we love them unless we help them when they need help? Uh, that, that loving God and loving others, is, that those aren't just words that we say, that there's proof to back that up, that, that, that we actually want to do something about the hurt that we see in the world. Doing good works is a part of being a disciple. And I would say, that's right. That's, that's also correct. And um, even just saying that, I'm thinking we could probably keep going around the room and there'd be more things that we forget and people would keep raising their hands. But we got to pick one thing today that we're going to talk about and as it pertains to mission. And, and the thing that I would like to talk about is doing good works, doing good works. Um, and, 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 I, and I think that the reason that maybe we, we could talk about like having a solid mission of doing good works in your life is that, man, that, that's something that people uh, don't see a lot of, it seems like, uh, these days. That there, there is a hurting world that is out there uh, that, that wants us to not just love with, with um, words, but love with deeds. As a matter of fact, a really good way of, of talking about doing good works is it's love in action. It is helping people who need help. Um, and as I am starting a campus in San Antonio, which we are super excited about, uh, I'm starting to have conversations with people that have left church. As a matter of fact, they, they've been away from church for a really long time. And as I'm having these conversations with them, because they're a little bit hesitant to, to begin to join us, as I'm talking to them, uh, they're asking like questions to make sure we're safe, to make sure that we're okay. Because a lot of these people that have left and are coming back have left because of the divisiveness that, that exists within the world. Uh, because of the racial inequality that is happening and, and then sometimes the church's lack of action in some of those areas. And, and, and so as, as we move into this time, I think good works is a really good thing to talk about because it's proof to a hurting world that we actually do care and we do love them. Um, now, I'm a hopelessly optimistic person. I, I really am. I'm not just like a glass is half full kind of guy. I'm a, like the glass is half full and you really need to keep pouring the water like into that glass, man, because things are going to be OK. So oh, when, when I say those things, I know sometimes it's, it's a little dark, but but I think there is an opportunity now, unlike any other before it. And it's actually one of the reasons that we're talking about starting a campus and, and starting a campus indeed have already started a campus in San Antonio. Because we believe there is great opportunity to do good and show a hurting world that we love them. Uh, and so today we're going to talk about having a solid mission for your life as it pertains to doing good works. 
And so we're, we're going to jump into Ephesians 2.10 tonight. That, that's where we're going to camp out. We're, we're going to talk about why good works are important, why putting your love into action is, is really an important thing. And so Ephesians uh, 2.10 says this, For we are his workmanship, Paul writes, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand or ahead of time for us to do. And I, man, I love the first part of this sentence right here, for we are his workmanship. Uh, that word for workmanship is poema. Uh, if you shorten it, it, it's poems, where we get the word poem from. It is, it is a masterpiece. It is a work of art. It is the best that a master artist can do. And Paul starts off this verse by going, we, it's everybody in this room, everybody online, we are his workmanship. We are a work of art. We are his poema, his masterpiece. We are his Mona Lisa, right? We are his starry, starry night. You with me? We are dogs playing poker. We are, I'm running out of artworks here. We are guardians of the galaxy. It is the best that the MCU can do. Like, we are a masterpiece. We are a work of art. And what Paul is saying is that when God begins to work in your life, he begins to do a good work inside of you. And that work that he is doing is a work of art. Because doing good works, being on mission and having a solid mission starts with us. If, if you back it up, just a couple of verses, it says, For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It's God's gift, not works, so that no one can boast. Uh, it's apparent that this good work that God has started in us through Christ it's not something that we've done, but it's something that he has done. And, and by trusting in him, by placing our faith in him, he begins this good work inside of us. And we are a masterpiece. We are a work of art. Here, I just, I, I'm sorry for the people in the room. You could use your phone for this exercise. But if you're online, I want you to do something for me. It's going to get a little weird, but I think you're going to like it, okay? I want you to get up uh, from your computer. Find a mirror, okay? Just just find a mirror in your house. It could be in the bathroom, somewhere else. I want you to go and I want you to look in the mirror. I know it's strange, okay? Just lock eyes with yourself in the mirror. And then I want you to just kind of look at yourself and go, nice work, God. Nice work. Work of art. <laughs> masterpiece. And then go sit down, all right? Because you guys are works of art. You are a masterpiece. God is doing a good work in you. He's going to do a good work through you. But right now, he is doing a good work in you. He is changing your heart. He's helping you to love your neighbor more. The more that you say yes to Jesus in your life, the more that work of art is painted and perfected. We are an important part of God's mission. Say yes to the good work that God is doing inside of you. Yeah. It starts with us, but it doesn't end with us, does it? This good work, that this masterpiece that he's painting, like it, it, it's in us, right? He's doing a good work inside of us. And the more that we say yes to him, uh, the more that we yield our life to him, the, the more beautiful this work of art is. But it doesn't just stop 
with us. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. We are created in Christ Jesus. That masterpiece that he's working inside of us has direction. Uh, that, that masterpiece is according to the will and to the purpose of God in this world. He is moving us in a direction. We are created in Christ Jesus with his purpose. I'm sorry. Go back. Uh, for good works. Right? That, that purpose, part of that purpose is not just us so that we could sit and like enjoy like the good things that God is doing, but so that he would work in us and that he would work through us according to his purpose, his direction for good works, for good things. That, that you were born to do good things in Christ. You were made for this. This is a part of our purpose in this world is to do good in the name of Christ. You know, when I think about like how we're geared or, or how we're wired, I think about my kids. Just in general, I hear the word wired and I think my kids, right? Um, but I, I have a 12-year-old. Uh, his name's Caden. Caden um, just had a birthday and just turned 12. So happy birthday, buddy. I uh, hope you're watching online. Uh, but Caden but is geared a certain way. Caden loves to ride his bike. Caden loves to ride his skateboard. And uh, he loves to jump in the pool. He loves to punch me in the face occasionally because he likes to wrestle. You know, we like, just like to mix it up. Like, Caden is geared that way. He's also geared for video games because he's 12. But, but the deal is, he is born for that stuff. I don't, I don't tell him to do those things. I don't tell him to enjoy those things. Caden just does those things because he's wired for it. He's created for it. Uh, my daughter, Savannah, she's 17. She's going to be 18 next year. She's going to be a senior in high school. Any seniors in the room? Any parents of seniors in the room out there? Mm-hmm. I can't believe she's going to be a senior. But, but Savannah, she's geared for theater. I mean, she's born for theater. <laughs> From an early age, she was always dressed as somebody else, but she is wired for it. She's wired for art. She's wired to sing. She's, she's wired to act, dance. She's a triple threat. She is wired, apparently, for TikTok also. But, but the deal is, she is wired for all things that are theatrical. And I love that about her. I don't have to tell her to do those things. I don't have to encourage her to enjoy those things. She just does because she's wired for it. In Christ, we are wired for good works. We were born for it. We were created for it. God is doing a good work in us. It starts with us, but he's also doing a good work through us. Because God's plan and purpose always includes other people. It's not just us. It's people that will never set foot in a church or don't want to set foot in a church. He works in us and he works through us. We were born for good works. God's mission always includes other people. 
And, and there's that other phrase uh, in that verse. It says, for good works. Like, he created us for good works. And it also says that he created those uh, beforehand so that we would just walk in them, like it's a path that we walk in. Uh, but, but if we were born for these good works, if we created for these good works, what are some of those things? Oh, yeah, let's go. Good works. Okay, here we go. So some of those good things are like helping widows, like James outlines this. So if you want to know what the good works are, you can just read the book of James. It's quick. It's only four chapters. Okay. so uh, helping widows, helping orphans, uh, having mercy on people. Guys, do you know that having mercy on people is a good work? Oh, man, we were born to show mercy to people. Do, Do you know withholding judgment is a good work, and not just withholding judgment, but encouraging people and loving them. Showing mercy on people is a good work. Kind speech, behaving yourself, I'm not good at that one. Um, Being peaceful, um, humility, telling the truth, uh, praying for others. Let me tell you a quick story. This week, I had somebody text me out of the blue, and they said, and I'm just going to call them out right now because they're, they're probably watching right now, Michelle and Muriel, you guys are amazing. Uh, I got a text from them this week, and I'm going to try to keep it together because I got really emotional when I got the text. And they said, Matt, we are praying for your family. I just had shared some stuff with them, and they're like, we're praying for your family right now. And Matt, we're praying for you this weekend because we know that you're teaching. I did. I had asked them to pray, but they remembered to pray. And then they told me that they were praying. That is a good work that you can do for other people, praying for others. And when in doubt, just love your neighbor as yourself. Like if you look at this list and you're like, yeah, I think there are good things that God is putting in my life right now. Don't stick to the list. Break from the list and just love your neighbor as yourself. And when in doubt, just help those who need help. Whoever God puts in your path, help people who need help. That's a good work. Put your love into action. It could be somebody in your house. It could be somebody across the street. It could be somebody at work. It could be your spouse. Just help someone who needs help. Now, you may be asking, or you're not. It doesn't matter because I have stuff written down that I've got to say. So uh, how can we have a solid mission in our life? Like, how can we be a good work? And, and how can we let God work in us and through us you know what what are the different ways that we could do that well we could say we could say yes to a relationship with jesus that's a good work that's where a good work begins you could say yes to a relationship with jesus so if you've never done that if you've never drawn close to christ before like if you've never invited him in it is really easy you can do this online you can do this in this room you don't need me or anybody else for this you could just go to to, to God in prayer and just say, Jesus, I give you my life. I give you my life. Show me the good that you're going to do in me and through me. Jesus, I give my life to you. One of the ways that you can have a solid mission is by giving your life to Jesus and watch him work on it. Give him your future. Give him your kids. Give him your job. Give him your worries. Say yes to Jesus. And watch him begin that good work in you. Because it starts with us. And then something else that you can do is to say yes 
to what is next. Say yes to what's next. The opportunities that God puts in front of you. Just say yes to what, what is next. Um, a, a few weeks ago, uh, a group of us in San Antonio went to downtown San Antonio. You guys were there. And some of you were there as well. We went to downtown San Antonio and we worked with this place uh, called Thrive Outreach. Chris, you do good work. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of it. And in downtown San Antonio, Thrive uh, feeds those without permanent homes. And uh, we just said yes to it. We we're just like, let's let's go, let's let's do this. And we made like sixty six zero peanut butter and jelly sandwiches the night before. Played some eighties music, uh, you know, some Journey. I know I'm old, okay. Uh, but but we're playing it, listening to it, and just making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It was like a lot of fun, right? And we had this like you know stations of peanut butter and jelly, and we put all those things together, and we took them downtown uh, Saturday morning, and and uh, then we put bags together and. And uh, put some tacos in there. And normally the other thing that we'll do is make breakfast for those uh, without homes there. And we just serve them breakfast. And we just hang out with them. And um, spend time with them. And then, then we'd go out and canvas the neighborhood and hand out like uh, bags like in the neighborhood uh, for people who needed lunches. And man, we walked away from that thing. And I remember I was just going home and I was thinking, man... There's so much joy in this. Like, I just, I was born for this, right? Like, just to do things like this, it was awesome. But there was a guy there, and his name was Carlos. And Carlos, after everything was over, we kind of stood around, and we were just sharing, like, our God stories of what we saw that particular day. And Carlos uh, just started, and he said, you know, normally I just come here and I receive food, right? So he, he is without a home as well. So Carlos, he's like, normally I just come and I receive food. And but but God, I gave my life to Jesus and he's doing something like inside of me right now. And now I just want to give back and do something. And he says this phrase that kills me. I'm like, oh, yes. He's like, I got to feed the seed inside of me. He's talking about what Jesus is doing inside of him. I've got to feed that. And I just I went home and we were just like, man, the, the impact that that had on everybody else. Listening, that, that just saying yes to, to, to a Saturday morning of going and serving with somebody could change a life like that is amazing. Just say yes to what is next. Um, say yes to the people around you, friends, kids, spouse. Uh, say yes to listening more and talking less. Say yes to being generous with your time and with your resources. Just say yes to the good things that God puts in your path. Say yes to him personally, but say yes to the good things that he puts in your path. And watch him work through you in that. Uh, Just to be honest, that's why I'm standing on this stage. Um, That's why I'm talking to you today, because at one point... Um, it started with a, just a conversation, a prayer, like between me and God, where I, I felt God was really stirring my heart. And um, I just, I was looking at the, just, you know, the landscape of, of where we're living and just everything that was going on from, again, the, the, the racial inequality uh, to the divisiveness and hatred that was being spewed and how people were reacting to things that were happening. And I was just like, God, I don't know what you want me to do, but 
But I just, I got to do something. And I, it, and God really just prompted me to love my neighbor better. And it, that's where it started. He's like, Matt, you just need to love your neighbor more. And so I was like, okay. And it, and so I don't know what that means. And so I, I started doing like some reading on uh, uh, racial inequality, but also how we can love each other more. And, and, and so I started reading that. I started talking to friends whose experiences were different from mine. And, and then I said yes to that. And then I, I really felt like God started stirring up in us just this thing, like we got to start something, like something, we got to do something. Because I got to the point, I don't know if you ever get to this point, but I got to the point where I was just complaining about everything. Right. Like God was telling me to love my neighbor more. But then I was just like, yeah, you need to love your neighbor more. And (laughs) you need like, but no, no, no. God was like, I'm talking to you. You love your neighbor more. And so I just felt this burden, like we got to start something and maybe it's a church. I don't know what. And then I started talking to my wife and a friend of mine gave me this great advice. And he said, Matt, what's going on with you right now? I said, I think God wants me to start something and maybe it's a church. And Stuart just told me, he's like, and then I told Stuart, like, I don't know exactly what he wants me to do from this point. He's like, man, just go and tell people what you want to do and see what happens. <laughs> a simple plan. I was like, okay, it'll be kind of weird, you know, just people off the street. Like, who am I supposed to talk to, right? He's like, no, 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 like, just talk to friends and, and family and stuff. And so I did talk to friends, talk to family. And I said yes to that. And I just started sharing with them, like, a vision for San Antonio and, uh, uh, then I talked to other friends at other churches, and finally I talked to Chase Oaks and just said, hey, here is something that I'm thinking about doing. They're like, oh, that's really interesting. That's, yeah. And I was like, well, can you keep your ear to the ground and maybe just give me some advice on what I could do? And they're like, yeah, like, hang in there. And then a couple of weeks later, they called me back. And um, just talking to Jeff and, and, and Jack and Glenn, and, and they're like, what if, what if you started a regional campus in San Antonio? It was Chase Oaks. Guess what I said? I said, yes, you guys are good. You listen. I said, yes, I said yes to what was next, but it started with me loving my neighbor. It didn't start with me starting something. It started with me loving my neighbor well. And, and the reason I tell you that story is not because you need to quit your job and like start a nonprofit or, you know, go a totally different way. Because I know one of the things probably you're thinking in uh, as we're talking about doing a good work, some of you are just going, I just need to survive this year right now. Right. I know I've said that like several times. Like I just you know what my mission is? My mission is to make sure my kid passes this year. Right. That's my mission. And then somebody else might say, you know what, my mission for this year is just keeping my marriage together. That's, that's my mission. And then somebody else is like, yeah, I've been without a job for a really long time, so my mission is to get a job. And what I would tell you is, that's a good work. All of those things. That is a good work. To do in line with God's plan and purpose, it is a good work. Say yes to what is next. And maybe, maybe as you begin to say yes to what next, what is next, God will lead you in the direction that you need to go. That is a great way to have a solid mission for your life. Just say yes to Jesus personally. And then say yes to what's next. Um, here. Forgot that slide. There we go. <laughs> Let me pray for us real quick. Um, God, 
thank you so much. Just for the example um, of your son, God, that if, if we want to look at, at someone who is who's done good works and expresses his love in action, that Christ is the best example of someone who's done that. God, we, we pray, I pray for those who are just trying to survive this year. God, that you would help them to do that by being on mission with you, by saying yes to you in the midst of the hard time, in the midst of the struggle, that they could say yes to the good work that you're doing in them. God, I pray for anybody this morning that, or today that is not said yes to you personally, that you would draw them close in a relationship with you and they could say yes and that they could watch you at work in them do good things, Lord, and that they would become a good work because of the work that you're doing in them and that through them and through them saying yes to you personally and saying yes to the things that you put in front of them, that you would do a good work through them, Lord. We love you. And we thank you for this day. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.